Well, trouble. Ryan Blaney tried to come to pit road. Kyle Busch trying to pull away, and Martin Truax is pushing Kyle Larson. Truax down to the inside. He gives a run to Kyle Larson. Here's David Reagan spinning in turn two. Hard, intense five-man fight, looking three wide at the front of it with Johnson and Dillon. Martin Truex Jr. is in the wall, and it's Hamlin going to the lead. Hello and welcome to the August edition of Selling Speed, the podcast. I am Bob Quick from MRN. I hope you're having a great week. And uh, this one's a little special to me. This is kind of a deeper look into the August article. Thanks to our friends at uh, WECO in Warburg, Tennessee, I was able to talk to Ed Knight and go deeper than what we're able to do in the article that appeared uh, in Radio Inc., the daily newsletter from them, as well as uh, got picked up by uh, BIA of Advisory Services and their daily uh, email service. You know, a good sales story is one that should be shared. And uh, once again, thank you to uh, Ed Knight um, at WECO for uh, letting us know about this, uh, this great upsell during the season. Uh, that he was able to uh, execute at his station. Also, thanks to Ed Ryan at uh, Radio Inc. for allowing us to share uh, the story with his readers. And thanks to Rob Koblatz, a, a guy that I know um, at uh, Sun and Fun Media, who uh, sponsored this series of sales stories that Ed Ryan's been doing in Radio Inc. So it actually gave us the opportunity to uh, have the idea to maybe share this with uh, folks outside of the MRN, PRN, NASCAR uh, broadcast community. So without further ado, let's uh, talk to Ed Knight from WECO. Hooking me up to the phone hybrid. That little sound is that you just did. That's the same thing we do here. So I, oh. I know what. I, I bet I know the the uh, exact piece of equipment you're using to put me through to your recorder. <laughs> I bet you do. I bet you do. Well, I'd like to introduce to you uh, my friend Ed Knight from WECO in Warbrook, Tennessee. We uh, we wrote about him uh, in this month's edition of Selling Speed, the newsletter, and I thought uh, the audio version, we could kind of dive a little deeper. We have a little more time to talk about that great sales opportunity that Ed had. So I want to welcome Ed. Hello, Ed. Hello, Bob. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. So incredible story. Got picked up by a couple of um, trades uh, between Radio Inc. and uh, the BIA advisory uh, daily newsletter. Great stories tend to get shared. And that's kind of what I want to do here today. So in your words, could you just give me the thumbnail, the explanation of how you were able to have this great mid-season NASCAR upsell, you know, how it kind of came about? I'd had a 35-year relationship with my local John Deere dealer in Crossville, Tennessee, Tri-County Equipment. And as their business grew, they grew into an equipment rental company. And they also grew into owning six Napa Auto Parts stores in the area. And we worked real hard with customer service, with these guys building the relationship. Matter of fact, we even had Chase Elliott doing spots for him, the driver of the Napa Chevrolet for Hendrick Motorsports. Uh, several weeks ago, actually maybe a couple of months ago, they told me they were going to rebrand their Napa Auto Parts stores into Federated Auto Parts. Mm-hmm. Well, I got to thinking how we might connect the dots here and make this into a promotion, and we have a long-term relationship with Dennis Bickmeyer, president of Richmond International Raceway. Mm-hmm. So I looked at the calendar, and I saw that the rebrand was going to roll out September 1st, which was about three weeks away from the Federated Auto Parts 400 at Richmond. 
So I hooked up with Dennis. We were able to sell 50 additional tickets to the race uh, for Dennis Bickmeyer at Richmond Raceway. We hooked in with Richmond Tourism. We were able to bid out 40 hotel rooms over a two-day period, got a discounted rate, and they even negotiated uh, the rate down some. So we're bringing a busload of 50 people of Tri-County equipment, vendors and employees and their families for a two-day weekend trip to Richmond to take in the races. And Richmond wanted to show Federated, their title sponsor of the of their cup race, uh, how they were supporting some of their local vendors. Mm-hmm. So it was a win for WECO, a win for Tri-County Federated Auto Parts, a win for Richmond Raceway. And that's a thumbnail version of how that went down. Now, uh, how far is Richmond from Wartburg? Nine hours. Nine hours. So that's a, that's going to be a bus trip, all right. <laughs> well, it is, yeah. There might be some fried chicken and some cold drinks on that bus, too. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you know, when, you, when, you talk, when you're talking about a, a track that's nine hours away, how did you develop that relationship? Well, I've been in this a long time, and, and uh, 18 years, 17, 18 years ago, I was able to begin to network with uh, Daytona International Speedway and later years with Homestead Miami Speedway, and we go to these tracks and broadcast live. We've been going to Daytona for 17 years in February and July and to Homestead in November. Kind of uh, open up the year with a broadcast from the Daytona track during speed weeks, kind of a midway update for the July race at Daytona, and then kind of bookended in November with Homestead. Well, over the years, NASCAR PR learns who's coming back regularly and supports the racing program, and uh, we got connected with Dennis at Richmond at an interview we were doing at Daytona years ago. And we did that a couple of times, and I said, maybe we're going to have an ongoing relationship. So Dennis Bickmeyer has a weekly call-in. He only does this at last check with two radio stations in the whole country, Mm -hmm. one in the Richmond market and one here in Wartburg, Tennessee. So on Thursdays at 8.30, he does a call-in with my morning guy. We talk racing for two or three minutes. So we built that relationship up. And when I called Dennis and said, hey, I think I can sell you 50 tickets, so he was able to network with his title sponsor with Federated, and our client ended up getting garage tours, food, drink, and hospitality, and it was a pretty sweet deal. But uh, I connected with Dennis, to your point, years ago when I was doing a broadcast at Daytona. Oh, okay. Let's talk about that a little bit. On top of this midseason upsell that you had, um, you've been working this NASCAR relationship for years now by actually going and broadcasting at other tracks that are even further away than nine hours. I imagine that uh, Daytona's plane ride for you as opposed to you know, a bus ride. Well, yes, and, but it wasn't so much the, the logistics. And my wife says I either like my job or I have no ambition, but this is the first month of my 45th year here at WECO. <laughs> and we found out a long time ago, you don't sell advertising, you sell ideas, and you also build a brand. So NASCAR is very, very popular with us, and the entire inventory for 2019 will be most likely sold out by the 1st of December this year. I mean, it has been in previous years. So part of the dilemma was, Bob, we were we uh, had people wanting to buy inventory. We didn't have inventory to sell them. Gotcha. So we had the double, triple whammy is we sold the idea, hey, um, uh, let's give you an additional upsell, and you sponsor my broadcast at Daytona. We have title sponsors of that, interview sponsors for that. In addition to creating extra revenue, it builds the brand locally that 
hey, that radio station at Wartburg, they're at Daytona. They're really taking this thing seriously. It also builds the brand with the clients because you're more than just a guy coming in selling ads in the races. You're a guy that's all in for NASCAR. And on top of that, it's a nice paid vacation on the company. <laughs> Absolutely. So the whole idea of those faraway remote broadcasts really was just looking for more inventory to sell in NASCAR. Yes, that's right. And then through our connection with MRN years ago, we got that initial opportunity to go down and broadcast live from Speed Weeks. And again, we hit up on the idea, crank it up with Speed Weeks in February, your whole coverage, go back to Daytona in the middle of the year to do a mid-year update, and then go to Homestead, Miami for the last weekend to wrap it all up. And that's how we've ended up at Daytona twice a year and at Homestead at the end of the year. Talking about the Tri-County Equipment Package that you put together with the bus trip and the tickets and the overnight stay and what have you, as compared to when you first started that relationship, if you can give us an idea of how you grew that budget, how did where did well, they start? Can I tell start? you a funny story how it all initiated 35 years sure, ago? Sure. Ned Jarrett, bless his heart and soul, is the finest one of the finest gentlemen I've ever come across with in the racing industry. But way back 35, 40 years ago, Ned was calling up radio stations trying to get them to carry his World of Racing program sure. that now airs through you guys. Right. But back in the day, he was doing it on his he own. He did it himself, yep. And I remember him calling me up saying, would you clear my program? And I did. So we're rocking along and everything's fine. So I go over one day to call on Clifford Pugh, the owner of Tri-County Equipment, the John Deere dealer, and walked in with this big presentation. And he said, no. And I was just crushed. <laughs> so I'm halfway back to Wartburg, and it dawned on me, and I'd heard somewhere previously that celebrity spots sell. Well, I literally made a U-turn in the road and, and drove right back to Tri-County Equipment. I walked back in 20 minutes after he told me no, and I get rather a strange look. And he looks at me, and I said, don't hit me. Don't throw a rock at me, but I just got a quick question. If I could get Ned Jarrett to do your commercials, would you reconsider? He said, if you can get Ned Jarrett to do my commercials, and I said, absolutely, sign right here, and he did. NASCAR Hall of Famer and broadcaster Ned Jarrett, wow. At, yeah, at, at the time, I uh, had an MRN background. It was lead uh, CBS TV announcer with Ken Squire on right. CBS's right. NASCAR coverage. I forget about his television background. Yeah, absolutely. exactly. So, now the biggest problem is I've got this contract sold and I now I've got to go sell Ned Jarrett. So I came back to Wartburg <laughs> with my tail between my legs and I called Ned in Newton, North Carolina, as I remember, and he came on the phone and I did the best sales pitches I could. He did those commercials and said yes, and that's how that whole thing started. And so this just kept progressing and, and John Deere Co op and for a while the John Deere car Roush Racing, Chad Little I believe, had the John Deere car. And so it just kept growing and growing and growing. Well, then we had the advent of Tri-County Rentals was the next uh, equipment rental that came along for the company. Well, that grew the budget. Well, then the next thing you know, they're buying one Napa store, two, three, four, five, get up to six. And then I go and do this deal with Chase Elliott because I was able to do a deal with his daddy, Bill, many, many years ago. This is Chase Elliott, driver of the Napa Auto Parts Chevrolet. Get Napa know-how at Napa of Rockwood, Napa of Monterey, Napa of Livingston, Napa of Jamestown, Napa of Huntsville, and Tri-County Napa Auto Parts in Crossville. NASCAR fans, support the sponsors that support NASCAR. And what was sweet, they were at some regional Napa Auto Parts meeting over in Nashville, and some of the Napa owners were driving from Tri-Cities in Upper East Tennessee to Nashville, passed through my coverage area, and they happened to be listening to the race, and they hear the Chase Elliott stop by Tri-County Napa Auto Parts. 
So they go to this meeting, and in front of my client said, how in the hell did you get Chase Elliott to do your commercial, and we don't have them? So it was even better that they had some of their business buddies in Napa that had heard the spot. So, yeah, I was going to circle back and ask you about how you got Chase to do those commercials when uh, when Tri-County was uh, a Napa dealer. So that goes back to something that you did with, with Bill? Yes, many, many years ago when Bill was sponsored by Mailing Auto Parts, uh, I literally uh, went to the pits at Bristol and connected with him, and he did the spot. And it was through that <laughs> connection and through some other friends we have in Charlotte, Chase was actually glad to do it. And so it was a connection from many years ago, having an affiliation with his dad through some common friends and acquaintances in Charlotte uh, that we got it done. And then just to, to footnote the story, so when I found out that this deal was going to change from Napa to Federated Auto Parts, I, I made the connection with Richmond Raceway, Federated Corporate, did this whole story with hotel rooms, tickets, hospitality. And in the middle of this transition, you got the brake people, radiator people, tire people. All these outside vendors are hammering my clients about wanting to get their product on their shelves. They got to get all their vehicles relettered, all the old Napa logos <laughs> off and federated on. So these guys are going nuts. And I just walked over and said, look, if I can put a deal together with Richmond, send 50 people up there, the hotel rooms, tickets, hospitality, the whole nine yards. Ed will like the idea, don't have time to fool with. See you. So I go put it all together, and I go back, and I said, now I've got it all together. And they said, all right, here's a credit card, pay for the rooms. And they said, now, what's in this for you? And I said, well, you've been with me for a long time. You're good through December of 2018. I would like for you to maintain your current level of spending through December of 2019. Uh, this went down in July. They're in the top three of my spenders or accounts, if you will, and stay at that level through December of 19. And they said, we'll not only will stay with you at our current level through December 19, but we will upgrade several thousand dollars a month on top of that. And now between Federated and Tri-County John Deere and the rental company, Bob, they are my largest MRN client, largest NASCAR client, and literally are my local title NASCAR sponsor. Wow. Not only did you extend them to an 18-month contract, you also upsold them. That's great. That's yep. And, uh, and Mid-season. <laughs> yeah, and this guy had one of the best. Yeah, exactly. This was in July, June, late June, early July of 2018, and we're extending them through December of 2019. And often I'll do a testimonial, and I think I sent this to you and Cheryl Knight there at MRN here a while back. I was doing an interview with uh, Clifford Pugh, who is the owner, and I said some statement. We were doing kind of a customer testimonial, mm-hmm. and I said, and remember, he's the John Deere dealer over in Crossville. And I said, Clifford Pugh, why do you continue 35 years' worth of sponsoring NASCAR on WECO? He just looked at me and said, it sells John Deere. Simple as that. One last question before I let you go. You had mentioned that you project to be sold out for your NASCAR inventory by the end of December of this year for 2019. Yep. When do you start selling NASCAR for the next season? Well, this year we started in June because the, <laughs> the guy upsold through the 2019. But gotcha. on average, first of October, and we'll work it uh, October and November with the target date of being done by the 1st of December with the drop-dead day of, uh, of about the middle of December. But I was trying to phrase this without sounding like I'm bragging. I, we have a very strong radio station. 
I've got probably 10 clients that's been with me for 40 years. I've probably got another 15 or 20 that's been with me for 30, and a handful more that's been with me for 20. And the good Lord has blessed me with a very good radio station and a good work ethic, but a lot of good local sponsors that believe in our product. So, so that being said, uh, I'm, I'm, it's just the truth that uh, in the last 20 years, uh, NASCAR Fast Talk from PRN on Monday night, NASCAR Live from MRN on Tuesday night, every truck, every Xfinity, and every cup race availability has been 100% sold out for 20 years plus. Wow. Now, how did you decide on that October, November, December time period for selling NASCAR? You develop a plan that works, and uh, and we've been you know, consistent in our sales plan over the years. So we've got a plan that we do for our local high school football, basketball with a time frame. Mm -hmm. We've got a time frame that we do for the University of Tennessee football, basketball, Mm -hmm. which we just completed in the last couple of days. So I I learned the hard way years ago, it was crazy to be trying to sell NASCAR in January with it starting the next month. I learned the hard way that it's hard to sell football in August with the football starting in September. So we have a master plan, Bob, Mm -hmm. if you will, that we sell our high school sports here, then we sell our Tennessee sports here, and then we we do it chronologically in order to where it's all sold out generally several weeks ahead of time for ease of production and implementation. So we start selling NASCAR. We will start selling NASCAR 2019 in about the 1st of October once we get up and running with our football. Gotcha, gotcha. Now now what uh, do you care? Was it University of Tennessee? Yeah, uh, we do uh, local high school football and basketball. That's a strong performer for us. We also do the University of Tennessee football and basketball. And uh, I I will say this without being specific on numbers, but we also do all the Cup, Xfinity, and truck races and the Monday and Tuesday talk shows and plus all the regular stuff during the week. But NASCAR generates is the single largest, biggest line item that, uh, that generates revenue for my station. It, you know, you got your regular spot inventory, your football, basketball, high school vols, news, AM, PM drive, all the stuff that everybody else has got. But NASCAR, as a line item, Bob, is the single largest producer of revenue for WECO. Well, that's great, Ed. And I really appreciate you taking time out of your uh, busy selling day to, uh, to sit down and talk with us here at Selling Speed, the podcast, and happy selling. Well, appreciate it. Appreciate all the support and the friendship we get out of you guys at MRN. And I must say for those listening, over the 44 years I've been involved with MRN, there's never been a time when I've needed a sales aid, I've needed a, a, a sound bite or some help. And, Bob, you've been very helpful in things I've asked about. But uh, you guys have been very, very supportive at MRN of our effort here in Wartburg at WECO. And we thank you for your friendship and your support. Now my favorite time of the podcast where I give you a little look behind the curtain and uh, feature one of our great team members here at Motor Racing Network. This month, we'll take a look at featured team member Valerie Gladden. From the banking industry to local radio to a NASCAR track and then to MRN, Valerie Gladden's background was the perfect fit for Motor Racing Network when she was hired back in 2007. Val is Manager Radio Partnerships Promotions for MRN. 
Not only does Val service and prospect for radio partners in her 21-state territory, she also works with some of our track partners as a conduit to our entire network of stations on ticket promotions. In addition, she's also in charge of execution of any of our network-wide promotions as well. Now, Val learned her superior customer service skills while in the banking industry until consolidation in that industry prompted her to go outside of her comfort zone and apply to Charlotte Country Station WSOC, where she was promotions director for seven years. At the station, she did countless promotions centering on country music and its tie-in to NASCAR. She also worked with Charlotte Motor Speedway on many of those same promotions. Her time at WSOC was before every driver had a public relations person, and she would have to coordinate driver appearances directly with the likes of Dale Earnhardt Sr., Davey Allison, and Neil Bonnet, just to name a few. And yes, she has some great stories about those times. Somewhere along the way, she impressed Charlotte Motor Speedway so much that they offered her a job to work in their marketing and promotions department. While track, Val worked with many of the stakeholders and sponsors of the sport, like Coke, CarQuest, STP, and others. Prior to joining MRN, Val was once again in local radio, but this time around as promotions director at WSOC's main country music competitor in Charlotte, 96.9 The Cat, WKKT. There's not a radio promotion created that she hasn't done or perfected, and she should be your first call when you're brainstorming how you can integrate NASCAR into a station or client promotion at your station. Her direct number is 704-262-6714, 704-262-6714, or reach her by email at vgladden at mrn.com vgladden at mrn.com and those numbers in that link and a link to that email address and that number is in the written edition of Selling Speed the newsletter this month as well if you need those. Val lives in Huntersville, North Carolina with her husband Wiley and their two dogs. She's also a proud mother of two adult children and in her spare time likes to visit her family's place at the beach. And that does it for Selling Speed for August 2018. Uh, I want to remind you, the easiest way to get this podcast is is to subscribe. It comes right to you uh, via your apps, uh, whether it's uh, iTunes or SoundCloud or Google Play Music, Stitcher, Spreaker. Those are all the places where you can find it and subscribe. And once again, thank you so much for listening and happy selling.